Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio could play the killer. Michael B. Jordan could be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to shut. We about to talk about bullshit teachers. Lilo DiCaprio could play the killer. Michael B. Jordan could be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to shut. We about to talk about bullshit teachers. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor, oh, I'm already super loud, my favorite actor, our favorite actor, live from the hot studio, with technical difficulties, because the cords are going out, no date. I'm probably about to lose at least three pounds. As well. uh-huh. This that's good because I'm inhaling about three pounds. <laughs> that was a loud yell. I'm just trying. Is it going in and out on its own? I'm turning it up because it looked like the levels were low. But I start yelling on these dudes. Anyways, you already know what this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal. What you gonna call it? The podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, it's your boy, Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Bretson the Third, aka Slim Nitty, aka Slim Pickens. Me and uh, Slim Jimmy might do a joint album called The Slim Boys. Huh, I wouldn't do that, but uh, who else I is? Nope, not there yet. Robert Baumain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Silk Pajamas, Nor the God of Summer, Nanos, I Feel Nady, who else I is? Uh, Nully. Um, it's also your boy, Roly Man. Uh, everybody out there. Y'all already know what this is, besides me being real loud. It's Joaquin Pennyworth, a.k.a. Push K, a.k.a. Kayanla Taylor Joy Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dallasine, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze, Neon Ember, the FPG. Tell me if you know what that stands for in the comments, a.k.a. the Bar Technician, a.k.a. Uncle Hami. Sweet. Wow, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a letter. The fact that our little levels bars were almost exactly the same for, for hey. the longest period of time, <laughs> that tells you... That's called precision. Yes. <laughs> Harmonies. Hey. No fifth. <sighs> okay. All right. So, like we say, excuse these technical difficulties we have in this episode, but that ain't nothing new with us. You should always come and expect something uh, off kilter. Find it. Find the punchline. I was throwing it to you. Because you're really the bar. Nah, I got all the bars. What do you call yourself? The bar uh, nurse? The bar technician. Nah, I am bar- a barsmith, a.k.a. the word bender. Nah, the bar nurse. I was lobbing it to you, but you bricked uh, it. Nah. Huh. Anyways, you see any movies since the last episode, which was like going back two weeks ago? It was? Dang. The only movie I seen in theaters was Tully. 
starring Bailey's Theron, and then at home, watch The Giver, which was a no thank you. <laughs> Trash. All right, what do you think about Telly? Because I saw that as well. Uh, I thought it was a good movie, a movie that in my head watching it, it felt like a movie about what Juno would have been if she, when she grew up. Because it, it was had the baby. yeah, because because it was of course written and directed by same people that did Juno, Young Adult, Jason Reitman, Diablo Cody. For those who don't know what it is, because that's possibly a lot of people. <laughs> it was basically about what a mother or two. Is that what she had at first? Who yeah. had another baby on the way and was struggling, tired with the third pregnancy while trying to balance her other kids and her husband who enjoyed playing video games in bed with a headset on as a grown, grown man. Yeah. Her son is retarded. <laughs> her daughter is just like a regular little girl, but didn't notice that she kind of had a honker on her. <laughs> she was smelling everything. Her husband isn't helpful for her. And then also, for some reason, Ron Livingston and Mark Duplass were really favoring each other in this movie. They look super similar. Wait, who said the names? Uh, Ron Livingston and Mark Duplass. I'm trying to think of what he looks like again. He was playing Charlize's brother, and then Ron Livingston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really look similar for some When they stood next to each other. Like, dang, I thought y'all should be siblings. I was like, y'all could be brothers. Uh, what, what happened? Her brother buys her a night nanny. Well, <laughs> when, but once she gives birth to a child, and then she was reluctant at first, but then the night nanny, Tully, changed her life and all that. She was she was being helpful to her and showed her the light on a lot of different things. Then some bad happens. Tully explains to her that she has to stop working for them. There's a lot of other good details in the movie. I don't feel like explaining that. Then there was a big twist that not, that was not only a revelation for Marla, who was Charlize Theron's character, but it's a revelation for the audience that has them asking questions. Um, yeah, I was worried the movie would be boring because it was about motherhood, but it was good. <laughs> and then they had people, for one, oh my gosh, this theater full of middle-aged Caucasian women Oh, yeah, middle-aged, I had old people uh, who were crying as I was walking out. Well, these women were talking through yeah, the beginning to the point where I went, shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should be doing. That's their job. Yeah, because they were cracking up. One lady was just on her phone deep into it, and because her phone was so big and the light was bright, I went ahead and was watching what she was doing. Posting pictures on Instagram and texting people. I ought to put you on blast. I was reading your text. Uh, then that finally stopped, and then they was just enjoying any little funny thing Charlize Theron said. It was beyond. She said funny stuff in that movie? Yeah, she, every now and then she said something. But they were cackling. Uh-huh. They sounded crazy. They were enjoying themselves. I can tell they had a couple drinks in them or something. Then, some because I sat where the handicap seats are, because yeah. no one can sit to the righty, no one can sit to the lefty. Mm-hmm. And then there were some people over there. They was when one joke was said, the late the lady one. There was two ladies sitting next to each other. One of them laughed, and I heard the other one say, "Oh, I ain't hear what she said." And then very loudly, the lady repeated it. And it's definitely not funny the second time. <laughs> when, after you hear it on the screen and then hear a person say it. 
But besides that, it was a good movie. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the movie as well. I think the twist at the end made me appreciate the movie much more. Because it was a cool movie going when it was going throughout. Then that end coming, I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. I didn't see that coming. So then it made me start looking back at stuff in the movie. I was like, that's why this yeah, was there happening. Was, there was one big part in it that was, yeah, that was crazy. That, was, that came out of left field. Uh-huh. I was like, that was just having a conversation, and it led to this, but... Yeah, man, I, you find out at the end. Right, so I thought it was dope how uh, Cody wrote the script where, like, those just little slight details that in your back of your head, you're like, that's weird. But once you get to the end, you're like, ah, that makes sense. So it wasn't like... That's, a, that's how good twists are done, where you, you throw the details out there, but it's like slight details to mm-hmm. the point where you're like you, like... you look at it like, that's strange. Like when... um. Telly kept going in the fridge just all easily, or and like she was super comfortable getting the food out, just like stuff like that. I was like, and she mad comfortable going in the fridge getting food. I mean, I know I go in people's fridges all the time. Uh, She immediately walked in, started taking care of the uh, the baby, walked in straight to the fridge. And it's and it's one of those twists because, like, without trying to spoil it, like you. They give you the details, all that this actually happened, because the guy or her brother gave her the notice and all that, or basically gave her the idea to hire this person and all that. So all the the details, like, I mean, there's no reason why it shouldn't happen. It's not like this was just made up out of thin air. So I thought the whole setup was dope. I mean, the movie could have been more entertaining throughout the two-thirds or whatever for most of the movie, but I thought the twist was so good that it made up for some of the some of that, I couldn't figure out which uh, year this movie was taking place in because they had uh, old appliances, uh-huh. but then the dude had a video game. Uh, like the, the stove looked a hundred years old, <laughs> as did the oven. Yeah, maybe they just poor. And they, but then there was yeah, they was watching like weird TV shows. They well, just, yeah, that was a, and that yeah, I don't know what mid two thousands, but still, it was, yeah, it was, just, it was just so like their whole. The ambiance of their house just looked very antiquish and just <laughs> old, but it's probably all that brown. Um, what else? Blah, blah, blah. I thought Charlize Theron did a solid job giving off that exhausted mom who's trying to like seem stable and hold it all in, and, but nonchalantly because she didn't do. She wasn't over the top in the movie. But I think she played that even kill, like I'm about to explode at any second if I really wanted to vibe. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. Her little bad little son in the movie. I said bad, even though he was mentally challenged. Yeah. He was just kicking the seat. I'd have flipped out of him. Because he wanted her to park in a different parking lot, even though that parking lot was booked or all the cars were yeah. taking up all the spots. <laughs> he would have drive me crazy. So that made me, I was thinking to myself, like, if you, if your kid. With special needs like this, and you found that out from Jump Street from birth that this was your life was gonna be like that. What would you do? I don't know what I would do because I'm immature and I'd go insane. <laughs> but big ups to those parents who gotta tolerate that stuff. You know they can't help it, but that's a lot to ask uh-huh. for. You get all excited. I'm about to have a kid. Can't wait. And it and comes out, out different. You're like, eh. <laughs> hey. Was not expecting this. Uh, eeks. <laughs> this, uh, I knew my life was going to change, but yeah, I wasn't planning to get pregnant. Hey. That was going to happen. 
can they do like the NBA and have a draft time trades? Right. Oh, like I got I swap my uh, child rights to <laughs> Janice. Kind of reminds me of a uh, uh, the mate house home maidens house maidens maidens. Mm. What's that Hulu show called? Uh, Housemaids bride. Nope. House <laughs> house maidens. Is that what it's the called? House maidens. <laughs> house maidens tale. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I don't know where House was coming from. <laughs> that was the part I was for sure. Had, like. <laughs> it got me House. It reminded me of that show because if you ain't seen that show, it's in a dystopian universe. It seems like good times to me where uh, the guys are, you know, king. They wives are second fiddle. And then the, the fertile women have to go live with the families to breed uh, children for the families who can't have kids because their wives can't give birth. Right. And then once they give birth, send them on to the next family to do the whole cycle all over again. So they're basically treated like slaves. Interesting all right. show. <laughs> um, all right, what else did I watch? Mm, all right. Watched Avengers Affinity War for the third time. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Still enjoyed it the third time around. My heart did the palpitations again once the end came. So, <laughs> you know that's a good movie. Same thing happened with Fruitville Station. Every time he was Oscar Grant was laying on the ground saying, I've got a daughter. I was like, whoo, either Michael B. a great actor or this is a touching story. I need to, I need to stop aging because the older I get, the more a little softer I get. I need to start going letting some gunshots in the air for the one time. Um, next, I watched... Southpaw at home to continue my Blu-ray marathon starring the one and only Jake Gilly. Great movie. Put on a great performance as a almost bumbling idiot of a boxer who was mumbling through all his speeches, barely had his eyes open. He probably felt the need to do that because his co-star was Forrest Whitaker, so he didn't want to have some bright vision. Why Forrest was struggling to see. But Jake Gyllenhaal killed it. That's a great boxing movie. The boxing scene seemed genuine and intense and was shot well. And I just thought it was a great little father-daughter story in the eyes of a boxer whose life has just been shattered because his wife got popped. Um, and then last but not least, I watched I Feel Pretty, starring Amy Schumer. I didn't expect this movie to be funny, but two-thirds of it, it was funny. Dang. I was surprised. I was like, oh, I, I really was expecting a bad Amy Schumer movie, especially with it being PG-13. I didn't Bad know how. Reviews. Yeah, I didn't. Sometimes she's not funny. Right. Like, I mean, Snatched was funny, but it wasn't it wasn't memorable or nothing. So that was a big step down from Trainwreck. Then that was rated R. So I only seen rated R Amy Schumer movies. I know she got a little TV show, but I never really watched it. So I didn't know what to expect. See if how her humor would carry over to PG 13 and this little dumb story of you think you're a hideous looking person and somehow your mind changed or blah, blah, blah. But. She was funny in this movie. She shows she's a funny person. She just got to get the right uh, story behind her. This, you just know that when you get the plot, she thinks she's this fat, well, ugly person <laughs> who basically gets a concussion, starts thinking that she's the most beautiful thing in the world. So you think that plot, you're like, all right, this is dumb. But it doesn't hit you how dumb it is until like <laughs> it's reversed and things start going down in the third act. That's when I was just like, Oh, this is stupid. Because she goes from really, you know, thinks she's this the stuff and all that. And then when she goes back to thinking she's hideous again, it's just like a switch. And it's just like seeing her. It's just, when you see it, it just plays off very dumbly. I mean, I know that's where the plot was leading you. But they could have slightly updated the plot or tinkered it a little bit for it to not feel as cringeworthy as it was. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, 
I don't think Amy Schumer is like attractive or anything, but she's not fat and she's not hideous, but she always plays this role of super fat and just super uggo. Yeah. I'm like, there are fatter. I can show you fat. <laughs> I ain't gonna, that's an obvious joke. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> now, if that movie starred that person that I'm not gonna make the joke about, that would be wild. <laughs> that would be mean. Because, like, in this, in this movie, like, the way they were, like, treating her openly sometimes, like, people are not this openly rude. People are mean, but they are not this openly rude. So, if they're openly rude like this to her. Imagine what they would do to some people yeah. who remain nameless. There's like two people that have that same build and same face. There's Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer. They really do. I'm like, y'all ain't got like no shape. Lena Dunham's kind of a little more chunkier <laughs> yeah. than Amy Schumer based off of girls where she did not want to put clothes on for yeah, no, yeah. that show. Yeah. But, so that just got annoying. Um, but I guess society must really be that mean. There was a wish scene that took place at a water fountain that was very dramatic oh, and corny. And that's classic uh, yeah. body switch movie. Yeah, it was dumb. But that really didn't even have anything to do with what actually happened. Like, it kind of <laughs> did, but the way the spell is not explained, it makes you think, it makes you just get confused. Um, there was some very funny moments, though. There was this hilarious moment that dealt with this site called Group Dater. Uh, Michelle Williams, who was also in the movie, her voice was very annoying, but I, I was glad they actually made a joke about how dumb she sounds in the movie. Um, of course, you can expect where, you know, this person who looks up at other people who she thinks are beautiful, once she starts feeling beautiful, she starts, you know, she trends towards acting like the jerk that she expects all the beautiful uh, people to act like, so I didn't, I didn't like that they went to such generic territory, but whatever. All in all, like I said, the movie is funny for two-thirds, didn't like the ending, or the end portion of the movie. But I guess, you know, the movie had a little good little message, so <laughs> people who probably feel like that, they probably got a real kick out of this movie. I feel like I'm perfect, so I was like, I can't relate. Some people I was reading don't like the message of that movie. I <laughs> mean, the, the, I can see why they would like it, because like I said, like how they were, like, with the, with the way the world is now, people can look at stuff all different type of ways, whether it's crazy or not, but I can see where they're coming from, but I can also see the intentions that the writers yeah. had, and they did a decent job at it. It was just the way they would dramatically um, show the bad people of the world, how they would direct their negativity towards people who aren't super skinny and fit and all that it was just a little wild and over the top, and... And they did. They dramatically showed how people should view themselves as preachers. I, I can see it, but all in all, I'm not. Mad. I'm not mad at the movie. I was uh, surprised and impressed more than I thought, and that was all I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I still haven't listened to the past few episodes, so I don't have any past episode reflections. So before we jump in to what we got for this episode, you gotta. I know you got some little gang that I'm worried about, ladies. And gentlemen, we do indeed have a new game alert. Leo B. Gyllenhaal, the great musical, presents a new game. And this game is called Oh, very worried. 
this is about to go. Well, let me tell you the rules of this game. No stop sign. That was whack. This is the game where I name a male movie star, <laughs> and he uh. has to give him a compliment. <laughs> but of course. Okay. First male movie star is an easy one for you. Huh? Michael B. Jordan. But I don't want to hear he's a good actor. So give him a compliment. But, of course. No homo. <sighs> I mean, I'm really reaching at the bottom of the barrel here. Because I don't be, like, looking at him besides his acting talents, you know. And his, I guess he got a decent personality, but... Because <laughs> you got to have a decent personality to be entertaining no. movies. Hey. Okay. So that's your compliment for him? He has I a guess. decent personality. Ah, well... <laughs> ah, that's like you cool dude. That's how people word it. He's a cool dude. Your second and final actor for this week, we're going to keep up with the namesakes, is Jake Gyllenhaal. Give him a compliment, but of course, where did this go? <laughs> Let's hear that Jake Gyllenhaal compliment. Um, I guess, uh, this is really... Not even a good a actor. popcorn barrel. Let's hear it. Popcorn barrel? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, gotta get a barrel of popcorn. It's <laughs> um, uh, fat. I guess he got a decent set of hair. No homo. Yikes. I mean, I'm just saying. No homo. Well, that was. No homo. For this week. Hey. <laughs> That's not it for this week. We have. If y'all listen to the show every now and then, y'all know what this means. It's time to play. Oops, I'm loud. Rapper, superhero, actor. Y'all know what this game is. This is the game where I name. A rapper, and he has to tell me what superhero that rapper could play, and then he has to tell me what actor could play that rapper in a biopic. Your first rapper is Cardi B. What superhero could Cardi B play? Cardi B. She could. She could play. Can you hear me? Yeah. Right. She could play. God, the first thing that came to my head was Catwoman, <laughs> but I'm trying to, she could be like a Harley Quinn, because I'm going to go if they had to do like a, a urban Catwoman, <laughs> not the Halle Berry version. Yeah. They would never let Catwoman be black again, thanks to Halle Berry, just FYI, but... I'm gonna go with Catwoman because she be making little sounds, so she'll probably <laughs> her she'll probably do a bunch of purr sounds before she beats somebody up. 
Some of the Catwoman and somebody who could play her in a movie. I'm going to go yeah. with. Who could play Cardi B in a movie? If you ain't going to know this name, I'm going to have to explain who it is. <laughs> Drew Sedora. I know what that okay. is, but if you ain't never heard of her, she was from the game. <laughs> Derwin, aka Pooch Hall, cheated on yeah. one of the Tamara Tia sisters <laughs> with her character. I forget her character's name on the game. Cheated on her with Drew, who I think is an actual singer yeah. or actress, who was also in, I believe, Step Up. That's where I'm familiar with her from. So, I don't know how she's looking these days, but... But the fact that I typed this up, and I know when I look back at these names, I'm like, who is Drusador? <laughs> Alright, well, you got Cardi B as Catwoman, and in the biopic about Cardi B's life, you have Drusador. One, each one, or <laughs> Lifetime. Yeah. Who would be uh, Offset? Offset? <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> uh... I don't know why I picture, like, uh, what's that dude's name? Wesley Jonathan or whatever. That used to be in all the movies back in the day. That sounds very familiar. He was in Crossover. He was in... If I seen the picture, I would know. Wait, the guy who was... I was going to say the guy who was Crossover. (laughs) Yeah, I think he was Crossover. (laughs) Anthony Mackie's... Rival. I don't know. I have no clue. Now, Hot Sauce was the rival. Buddy? With the braids? Yeah, I mean, he had uh, braids. Yeah, yeah, I think I know you're talking about. The play offset, either 21 Savage. <laughs> if he did a TV movie. <laughs> or uh, Denzel Washington's son. <laughs> oh, man, that would look crazy. All right, last rapper for this week. He just put out an album, Royce the 5'9". What superhero could Royce the 5'9 play? Royce the Five Nine could play. We're gonna go back to old Royce, who liked to talk about his gun all the time. We'll have to play somebody who's shooting that thing. So maybe Deadshot. <laughs> Royce the Five Nine is Deadshot. And who could play Royce in a movie? Feel like there's a few people. I believe we already said Jason Mitchell could play somebody like Kent. No, what did we say he was playing Kendrick? Was Didn't we do Kendrick? I can't remember. Yeah, but was it Jason Mitchell? I feel like I said Jason Mitchell for several uh-huh. times. I don't know who was to play Kendrick. It might have been him to play Royce. Uh, I'm looking back at some of the, at some of these ones. First, we got Safari playing Black Panther <laughs> and Michael B. Jordan playing That's all right. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he would be taking a step back in his career to play Safari Samuels. Kanye as Green Lantern and Chris Red from Saturday Night Live as Kanye. He probably won an Oscar for that role. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of like a bald dude play Royce or... I don't know why this is coming to my head, because uh, what's the guy from, uh, <laughs> maybe like a, this would be a super stretch, 
No, Mr. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jacob Blattermore. <laughs> the future. Oh. Shake his head. Get a little buff. Also, I didn't know Royce was buff. Uh-huh. All that boxing and stopping drinking. That's what I'm about. I'm gonna start taking boxing classes. Something I boxing gloves. And that is rapper superhero Jacob Slattermore. <laughs> Royce the Five Nine. Actor for this week. Ryan Montgomery. <laughs> oh man. Alright, you got any more games for us? That's it for this week. Alright, so before we move on to some topics for the week, gotta go through the next um, entry and I'll name this bracket later. On the last bonus episode from last week, I went ahead and did that person, which was Anna or Anna Ferris, which was her best movie and pretty tough. But I went with 22 Jump Street as her best movie. <laughs> she has a good. It was between Scary Movie made it pretty far, the first one, and Observer Report. So those were two of her better movies. But I went with 22 Jump Street as the victor there and then this week's recipe or this week's person is melissa mccarthy and okay, it is her, her worst worst uh, well, so we can almost it's about to be it's, this is about to be a battle <laughs> i'm off of just first thought i have one movie in mind uh-huh. but we're gonna see so first up we got charlie's angels okay. going against disney's the kid this movie got Bruce Willis in it. And the kid. I know this is where I remember this movie too, because anytime I would play a VHS, coming soon to VHS. Disney's the kid. And then they would show the trailer and then out whatever date. <laughs> Between Disney's the kid and Charlie's Angels full throttle. And Disney's the kid, because I remember liking those movies. Um she was in both Charlie's Angels, played two different people. Hey, didn't like her the first time? <laughs> One or something different. The first time she played somebody named Doris. The second time she played a credit-only scene, woman at crime scene. Dang. So she went down. All right, so... You, okay. you said the kid, right? Yeah. All right, the kid versus the backup plan with Jennifer Lopez. I have no clue. Well, we'll just go with the kid because I don't even know if I've seen that movie. Um, Life as we know it or the kid. Life as we know it got Catherine Heigl. Okay, I know. Usually I would say any movie Catherine Heigl got to be worse, so I am not sure. Uh, we can go with the kid because I don't remember that movie that much either. Yeah. That or the kid or Bridesmaids. The kid. The kid or This is 40. The kid. The kid or Identity Thief. The kid. The kid or The Hangover Part 3. Uh, the kid. The kid or the heat. The kid. The kid or Tammy. I mean, I had to go back and watch the kid. Tammy's not like a spectacular movie. Tammy is terrible. <laughs> I'm trying. To, off of more, I don't know. I can't remember the kid all the way. I guess I'll go Tammy. Alright. So I'm sure Bruce Willis may have made it some sort of entertainment. <laughs> Tammy or St. Vincent? Did you ever see that? Nah, but I know what that is. That was actually a good movie. Uh, so Tammy. Tammy. Tammy or Spy? <laughs> Tammy. Tammy or The Boss? Boss is the one with Kristen. I don't know. I ain't seen that movie. That is also an awful movie, but Tammy is worse. <laughs> Tammy or Central Intelligence? Tammy. Tammy or Ghostbusters? 
Depends on who you're asking, but Tammy. All right, and I'll, you didn't see Life of the Party, neither did I, so that means Tammy is moving yep. on as Melissa McCarthy's entry into the... Uh, I'll name this bracket later. I've already got an idea where I might take this bracket, so you'll see that once we get through the names, but we're only at 27 now. <laughs> we got to get to 64. So <laughs> we definitely... <laughs> Make sure you lock them names in, which where the <laughs> movies go for who. Because that might play into it. Alright, okay. and then we still got to finish up the April Fool's bracket. We are in the... We are in the Elite Eight now. So this round, you have to pick... You got to pick... Okay, let me. I gotta read my own notes. All right, so it goes, bam. All right, so now you gotta pick. All right, psych. Wish this movie was never made of the two. Okay. I believe that's where we're at. All right, so the first battle or first matchup is Deadpool versus Shrek Two. Which movie gets the psych? That'll be Shrek 2. All right, Shrek 2 moving on to the final four. Who would have thunk it? All right, next matchup. The Hangover Part 2 versus the Lego movie. Hangover. This is Psych. Yep, Psych. Hangover Part 2. All right. Also moving on to the final four, another sequel. Over on the other side of the bracket, we got How the Grinch Stole Christmas versus Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. All right. We got some pretty uh, iffy movies going into the final <laughs> four. And the last person or last entry is Secret Life of Pets or The Hangover. Got to go with Secret Life of Pets because there's one of the many movies where the lead or in recent times where the lead has to be replaced. Another, another uh, thing that got the lead replaced was Lethal Weapon on Fox. With Sean William Scott. Playing a different character because uh-huh. that dude was on set wilding twice. And two times was enough for Fox. Uh-huh. The same Fox that canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine that got picked up by NBC. But then picked up Last Man Standing from ABC. Because I guess they didn't want to see that show go or Ridiculous. something. Ridiculous. I don't know what they're doing, but... That, for one, it's funny on Lethal Weapon because the last episode literally just ended where... It made it easy for an old dude to get off the show. <laughs> which is funny because that... I know that's not how it was originally planned when they were shooting and writing it, because homie got shot in the stomach. Oh, well, and he, and was, he was bleeding out at a gravesite. And perfect timing for them to start season three by saying, or two, or whatever this is, by saying he died. Yep. And keep pushing. But here's your new partner, Sean William Scott. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because I know exactly where they were going to go, because his character was about to move to Texas with his girlfriend and the kid. The, his brother, or his stepbrother, is the one that shot him, because he just killed their dad. So I know he was going to... Get all healthy. Say, I can't go to Texas. Got to figure this situation out here. Bada boom, bada bang, find my brother. Get him back, blah, blah, blah. Now he's not going to do that. He's just dead. So we're going to see. He's way out. And that makes, that makes the show kind of even more 
interesting because most of the shows that be adapted from the movies just stick to the characters that were in the movies with different right. actors playing them. Now, now they done changed the world of Lethal Weapon because they got rid of the main character. I'm not mad at it. The show's good. They still got Damon Wayans. I always like seeing Damon Wayans in shows. So. Yeah, and then I'm sure Sean William Scott do you fine. Right. It sucks, though, because <laughs> that dude was actually he did a real good job on that show. But He should have been on set Wallen. Yeah, he should have got uh, Damon Wayans injured. Yeah. You know, they, you know. they tried to say unnamed actor, yeah. but we know you got Damon Wayans hurt. And they was like, you know what? He's more valuable than you are. I was waiting for uh, him to start Wallen because it's... He, he's not one to hold his tongue about stuff, so I was waiting for something to happen, but it wasn't his fault this time, so. <laughs> All right, so moving on. I think it was like, what, last week or so, or a week before that? The infamous MTV Movie oh, and yeah. TV Awards. Uh, always classic reading these <laughs> off. If you ever listen to the podcast, we have a great time looking at these in shock. They dropped tape nominations. Over, uh, recently in the show, this year's show is going to be June 18th, so it's right around the corner. Voting is open, so you can go on their website right now and check it out. Who's hosting? I think Tiffany Haddish is. Of course she is. Yeah, they take whoever's popping and funny at the time, and bam. So, we're going to read these nominees off for this one, and I was going to see, did you want to do another prediction bet? Might as well, and these are always the hardest. Yeah, this is what I think is a layup, turns out to not be. All right, so we just did we do the TV show? Did we predict all those last time? I don't think so. I think we just read them to for fun. But. Okay. So then we could just bet on the movie ones. Whoever wins is a nice little cheap movie off of Amazon, like always. So we'll start at the we'll go to the very bottom. We got best reality series. Your nominees are The Kardashians, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop. No particular one. That's what's funny. Real Housewives. No, no particular, particular one. one. RuPaul's Drag Race and Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I mean, I know reality TV shows are yeah. whatever, but those just look funny on paper. All right, so between those, actually, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go. No, we can do it all at the same time. I'm just getting real slow trying to do the, my own copy and paste. <laughs> All right, so who you got for best reality series? The Kardashians. Uh, this is tough. I feel like they could win, but I'm going to go with RuPaul's Drag Race. That was my other option. All right, so you go with, you said the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I'm typing that. You can read off the next one. Which one is it? The it's... Uh, Best music documentary? Best music documentary. Your nominees are Can't Stop, Won't Stop. I actually saw that. Uh, hold on, I just lost the page. A Bad Boy Story, of course. Demi Lovato, Simply Complicated. I still need to watch that on YouTube. Gaga, Five Foot Two. Jay Z's Footnotes for 444. And The Defiant Ones. That's a great documentary. Mm -hmm. All right, so who you riding with for the? Remember, same TV. Yep, that's why I'm going with Demi Lovato. <laughs> Simply complicated. All right, you going with that? That does look like good, as does Lady Gaga's Five Foot Two. But I'm gonna throw, I'm a, I'm gonna throw a loop. I'm gonna go with the Defiant ones. I really feel like it's not gonna win. That's what I would hope would win. But I'm gonna think maybe. Even though I'm really regretting my decision right now. I'm, I know I'm going to look back at this uh, after June 18th and be like, 
Why did I guess that one? So I'm, I'm going to still go. I'm going to go with the Defiant ones. All right. Next up, we got Best Fight. The nominees are Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron's Lorraine versus Daniel Hargrave, who plays yeah. Sniper, Greg, Reminter, and Spotter. That fairway fight. And then, I'm assuming. Yeah, it better be. And then we got um, Avengers Affinity War. Mind you, Avengers just came out, what, yeah. like three weeks, two weeks, three weeks ago? <laughs> or literally right around when these nominations came out. So, either it don't take long to come up with these nominations, they come up with them at the last minute, or I don't know what's going on. But we always got a movie that either hasn't came out yet, or just came out, uh-huh. getting its nominees in these MTV awards. Alright, so yeah, Avengers Affinity War, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, Dan- Danny, Get- Deny, Guerrera. Yeah, whatever her name is. Okoye, uh, Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch versus Carrie Coons. Proxima yeah, Midnight. change your last name. CC. <laughs> Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman versus Winston Dukes and Baku. And Thor Ragnarok, we got The Hulk versus Thor. And then in Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman versus some German soldiers. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> Which, is that the scene where she got the little uh, yeah, lasso? I have no clue. I actually was just watching that yesterday. I've seen that movie once in full and several times with it just playing in the background. <laughs> so that must be the go-to background movie. All right, for that one, which one are you going with? I'm going with the Infinity Wars fight because I know they're going to want three actresses on stage at once. The more <laughs> famous people on stage, the happier they'll be. All right, so for best fight, you're going with Avengers. Ah, that's a good one. But I think I'm going to roll with. Then I'm going to roll with Chadwick and M'Baku for Black Panther. Feel like, you know, people people going to be uh, woke. They're going to go to the <laughs> Black movie. So that's what I'm going to ride with. All right. So next up, we got Scene Stiller. Your nominees are Tiffany Haddish and Girl Strip, Dakri Montgomery. A right, TV show? Like call him for short, Dacry. Never. Uh, Red Ranger. And for his role in Stranger Things, Madeline Pesch. And for my girl Cheryl Blossom in mm-hmm. Riverdale. I don't know who she is. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't down with the Riverdale. <laughs> uh, Taiki. Taiki. Taika. Titi. Taika Watiti. In Thor Ragnarok. And... I cannot pronounce it. Leticia. Wright. Something like that. For Black Panther. So who are you going with for this one? I'm going as between Leticia and Tiffany. They're going to go with one of the black girls. How you know? They might go with Daiquiri. Nah, I'm going Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. It really cracks me up the way they throw movies and TV shows together in the same categories. That is ridiculous. Like, we just going to save time. Um, Tiffany Haddish is a good choice. Last year, I went with Adam Devine since he was hosting. Then he didn't win it. <laughs> so, Tiffany Haddish could get it. But I'm going to go with Leticia. Leticia? Leticia? Something like that. I'm going to go with her for Black Panther. So, I'm just going since to, since it happened more recently, maybe. Maybe people going to ride that way and make their uh, choices a little less complicated even though i would vote for uh madeline but that's just me i'm just biased <laughs> and all right next category Let's hit this old pace. 
We got Best Comedic Performance. Your nominees are Jack Black from Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Once again, Tiffany Haddish for Girls Trip. Dane Levy for... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce this. <laughs> shits? Shits? I believe that's supposed to be play on words. Oh, well, whatever that is, Creek. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, and Amy Schumer for I Feel Pretty. No. That was a struggle, though. I know there ain't no other funny people that did movies. Has Dane Levy been nominated consecutive years? Who is he? I looked him up, and I still can't tell you. Let me look. He's 34. I'm assuming. I think He's the Eugene Levy's son, which yeah. they both on there. Yeah, this is like some foreign show, isn't it? Who's watching this? It's a Canadian show. Who's watching this? I've never heard of this movie in my entire life. Or the show or whatever it is. What channel is coming on? Uh, Canada, Canada Network along with uh, that one show that's always on South Park. <laughs> I feel like they'd be showing this on uh, Amazon or something. They might. Or Netflix. Something like that. I don't know. I don't feel like looking into it. But I guess I'm going with is your bike on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going with Tiffany Haddish again. All right. So you go with Tiffany Haddish. I mean, her seems like the the shoe-in. But am I going to ride with her, I think? I really feel like they might give it to Kate McKinnon. But if they don't give it to Tiffany Haddish, then they just bias. So I'm going to go with Tiffany Haddish as well. We both were with Tiffany Haddish there. Next category is Best On-Screen Team. First up, you got the cast from Black Panther, basically. The cast from It. Uh, I'm sorry, the losers from It, to be more specific. <laughs> uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. The cast. Ready Player One. The good guys in the movie. Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, Philip Zaho. Win Marasaki. Marasaki. And... Uh, Lena Waithe, I pronounce her last name. Yeah, yeah. I hear it all the time and still never get it right. Uh, then you got the cast or the friends from Stranger Things. All right, I'm going with Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to ride with. I'm gonna go with the cast from It. Okay. I think. Uh, it's either I feel like either them or. Stranger Things will win it again, but I don't feel like Stranger Things was as popping as the the second season wasn't as popping as the first season was. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the cast of it. So you went with Black Panther, and I'm going mm-hmm. with the team from or the losers from it. Let me hit the pace. This is why you gotta have come prepared, so you don't just hear me just making up words just to kill time. As I what's the next one? Most frightened performance? Yeah. Most frightened performance. Your nominees are Talitha Bateman from Annabelle Creation. Okay. Emily, <laughs> Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place. Sophia Lillis. I'm assuming the redhead from It. Mm-hmm. Kristen Milotti mm-hmm. from Black Mirror. And Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things. A whole bunch of non-scary stuff. Uh-huh. Who you got? And it's not even. Uh, I guess. Uh, 
This is tough. This better be the ones they don't show on TV. Yeah, I'm gonna go Sophia Lillis from It. Alright, you going with her? I'm gonna go with the person who actually deserves it, whether they will win or not, is a good question. But I'm gonna go with Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place. People seen it like that movie. And I was it's gonna say that, but then I'm like, I don't trust MTV. Me neither. But I ride the other four are toss ups. So I'm just like, all right, let's go. Jump ball. So you lucky I said it off mic. I'm glad to save people's ears. All right, next category. We go with your favorite, Best uh, Kiss. I already know which one you're going to pick be, to win. I and just, that one is Nick Robinson and the other boy. That's what you picking. Nah, says Love Kai. Hey, we try uh, not, we try not to your name. We all know you go by Lovelia. Nah, even and though. Sometimes you call yourself LL for short. <laughs> L, comma L. Nah, even though Love Leo would make a dope little album t- title. That'll be my album. Or a secret diary, whatever one. <laughs> I don't know diaries, but okay. All right, so your nominees for Best Kiss are Jane from Jane the Virgin. Jane, and some dude named Raphael. Uh, from oh. Love, Simon. Yes, your boyfriend. Simon and Brown. You Ra- wish it was Nick Robinson and... The one dude that I can never remember his name. Nah, I don't know what you talking about. What is his name? The black dude from Girls Trip. Oh, uh, you talking about uh, Yo Man, Coffee Scarborough? Yeah, Kofi Scarborough. You wish it was him and Nick Robinson. Nah, I dang, I should have put him in our my new game, No Homo. I would really have to reach out for the bottom nah, of the popcorn barrel. That would have been easy for you. <laughs> nah, you, you would have. The first question you would ask, like, I just gotta say one. And I'm like, yes, just pick one. You're like, well, I can nah. rattle off five to 15 of them. You said you could rattle off five to 15? I'm speaking like you. Okay, next. I got a regular, <laughs> I got a regular voice. That was me doing an impression of you. Next up, from Ready Player One, we got Sam and Wade, uh, Riverdale. Shout out Riverdale. We got Archie and Veronica. How come they don't be playing that two train song from Pretty Girls Like Train? Then Stranger Things, we got Mike and Eleven. Which is Finn, a little boy that a whole lot of women like, which is crazy. Ew. He's and, a weird looking boy. And Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Rock Bobby Brown. Alright, so who you going with Best Kiss? I am going with your personal choice uh, of best kiss, and that is Nicholas Robinson and Kiana Lonsdale. Hey. <laughs> he got a karate first name. Which is funny because he's black. <laughs> you would know, though, because you've seen that movie several I've times. Never seen that movie. Night. Never. Hey. Um, so you go with Love Simon. You going with because you love, you personally love Simon. Oh, I'm good. That's how you end all your emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I have uh, July off? July 1st off for a vacation? Love, Simon. You a real fan if that's if you start in, in, er, putting that into your little emails. Nah. But I'm going to go with Riverdale. In your Twitter bio, you got Love, Simon. <laughs> nah. A uh, picture of him and just a phrase. Nah, you put the person who broke Simon's heart. That's what you call yourself. Uh, but I'm going to go with Archie and Veronica from Riverdale. 
Us Riverdellians are really out here. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just made that name up on the spot. All right. Dalmatian. <laughs> that was hard. That was very whack. I tried to surfboard over it. No silver surfer. Oh, my gosh. That was by far the worst, the most forced, the biggest reach. <laughs> that was terrible. Charles Barkley. That was awful. It being hot in here, at it with that terrible punchline made me incredibly sleepy. Uh, you're just a hater, Bill. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you whack. Hey, I was you're, trash. You are whack. Hey, you said it first. I was just repeating. Yeah, but the fact you got to think long and hard about it makes you uh, even more whack. All right, who's the best uh, villain? We got. <laughs> Josh Brolin is Thanos from Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. Well, they got him as Cable too, probably. <laughs> if they did, uh, you couldn't put that past MTV. Uh, Adam Driver is Kylo Ren for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Nah. Michael B. Jordan Bakari as Killmonger in Black Panther. Aubrey Plaza as Lenny in Legion, and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise in It. I'm you going rolling with with Michael. Bakari Jordan. See you. This is you. You thought the B stood for Buff. Oh my gosh. You be calling him Michael Buff Jordan. You be calling him Michael Boyfriend Jordan. Never did I. Yeah. Hey. Alright, so you going with Michael B. Bakari. This is tough. I want to put it between him and Thanos. Hoss. Hey, we already played that game earlier. I don't know why you're still playing. I ain't say nothing of the uh, sort. Oh, man. Hey, since you go with Michael B., I really want to go with Michael B., but I'm going to go with Josh. You want to go with who? Hey, just say, like, all right, you want to date him. He ain't interested. You he ain't white girl. <laughs> you got some weird ears. Elf. <laughs> Dang, I was blowing up Evander Holyfield, but Elf is, that is whack. whack. <laughs> I'm on. Oh, um, all right. We got, next up, we got Best Hero. Your nominees are Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Amelia Clark as Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Bones. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Grant Gustin as The Flash from The Flash. Chum. And Daisy Ridley as Rey from Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> Who you going with? Chadwick! Yeah, this better be a shoe in And all those women voters better not come out in droves voting for Gal Gadot. Yeah. Because I feel like she was nominated last year. She really does. <laughs> and don't, I say, they ain't nominated for Justice League, so. Yeah. <laughs> Justice League. Pathetic. <laughs> DC? I know y'all got y'all's new DC digital network with a whole bunch of shows. Doom! But it ain't gonna work out for y'all. No exercise. Oh my gosh. I'm also gonna go with Chadwick there. So we both going with Chadwick for Black Panther. The next... Chad. Uh, the next category is... Best performance in a show. Nominees are Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things, Darren Chris from the Assassination Assassination of Jim 
Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. Versace, Versace, Versace. Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why. And 13 Reasons Why 2 coming out where I'm like, y'all forcing her to be incorporated in it. Mm-hmm. That come out this Friday, right? Uh-huh. Does it? I think it does on Devil Day. I think that's quick. No, Silver. <sighs> Too fast. Like Quicksilver. Shout out to Aaron Taylor Johnson. He was, was caught for it. on the set of Avengers 4. You're going to be mad when you're watching a movie and his scene is cut out. Rightfully starring in this movie. I was reading what the Russo, who the Russo brothers had died off screen. Oh, um... Uh, uh, Batsy Ross. Which makes sense because they didn't even care about her character no more. Yeah, uh... Uh, Matt Damon. That's yeah, <laughs> fine. Character. Jimmy Kimmel. Or yeah, Jimmy Kimmel was probably jumping for Joy. Uh huh. Lady Sif. for Lawrence. Oh my gosh. Lady Sif. Which that's pretty crazy, but we figured y'all yeah. killed the other ones in the other movie. And she don't do these movies no more because she's busy. Yeah. They, also they s- killed her off because she was busy doing her TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they killed her. I was also reading why um they didn't touch on the whole. Um, Bruce Banner and Natasha Romanoff love storyline and in practically what they said was one, they didn't have time to stop and dwell on that moment because the movie had to keep moving and for two, they basically said we ain't write that last movie <laughs> we didn't write Age of Ultron, we wouldn't have did that in ours so we just breezed on over it as, as something that doesn't need to be spoken about they have, you know, they have an understanding a, a non-verbal understanding alright, the last two um Nominees are Issa Rae for Insecure and Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones. Who you rolling with? No uh, wheelchair. That is whack. Guess I'm going with Catherine Langford. Alright. That's a I think it's between her, Issa, and Millie Bobby Brown. I know Millie Bobby Brown, I feel like she won it last year. Yeah. Why is Darren Chris the only boy in this? And, and in put, that show, but, he likes boys. I was say, I put boy in you know, quotation marks. He actually did a real good job on that show. For that show to be a disappointment, it's nowhere near OJ versus the people was. But mm-hmm. he was the best part of that show because his character was wild. Um, you go with her, I'm going to go with Millie Bobby Brown going for the Deuce Pete. <laughs> and picking MBB. her. MBB. 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 ABB. MBB. Did you hear... Did you listen to the Designer Breakfast Club interview? Oh, uh, yeah. Where he tried to speak out wisdom, why songs are hits. Uh-huh. He pulled that out from... That makes no sense. He made it up. Because... It made it make sense. Let's say, yeah, because I was watching, like, oh, you do got a point. No, no, you think about it. Vows are the root of all words. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to stand out the most, especially <laughs> when those are the parts of the words that it can easily be harmonized oh, and stretched. Man. I was like, you pulled a wool over our head. You made us think you were smart for a second. <laughs> All right, next category is Best Performance in a Movie. Your nominees are Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther. Bose. Your boy, Timothy Chalamet. That's your boy. For Call Me By Your Name. Friend. King Ansel Elgert for Baby Driver. <laughs> Queen Daisy Ridley for Star Wars uh, The Last Jedi. Not for that movie. And Leprechaun number one. Shershi. Shironen. For Lady Bird, we all know now, Leprechaun number two is Catherine... Catherine? Karen? Karen Gillian. I was about to say like her mom or her sister, Catherine Gillian. I'm Karen. going with Chadwick. I wish my boy Ansel could get in there. He could get it. Pause. <laughs> you said that. I was a recording of you. But I, can see, I can see him at 
the the award show. Doing and some in the audience. He's probably dressed in all black with chains across his chest. But I'm going Chadwick T'Challa Bozeman, or as you've called no. him. If you've listened to one of our early episodes you. on iTunes, you called him Chocolate Bozeman. Definitely didn't. You. That's why we had the title of the episode because you was really wild in that no. day. If you love Chadwick, that's fine, but you ain't got to call him Chocolate. That's what you called him. But I'm going to also go with Chadwick. You're going to call him Chocolate again. Definitely never did in the first place, so first place, no high part of the stepping thing. That's a, oh, my gosh. This is a, re, this is a podium. This is a, this is a bad episode for you. We're going to look back and think about these punches and how you failed. Nah. Test. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Hey, that was so basically whack. I'm also, like I said, going with Chadwick. Next category is Best Show. First nominee, we got 13 Reasons Why. 13. Next up, we got Game of Thrones. G-O-T. Grownish. Huh. On free form. Free. Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. Hey. And Stranger Things. I'm going with Stranger Things. All right, you're going with Stranger Things. This is a tough. I think it's going to be between Riverdale and 13 Reasons Why. And I think I'm going to roll with 13 Reasons Why. Yes, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to roll with 13 Reasons Why. It's going to be tough, though. But I think Riverdale is going to be a sneaky competitor. That show is very dramatically over the top. <laughs> which makes me now just laugh at how the, at the sheer ridiculousness of it. But I still think people will... Uh, the MTV crowd, it preferably, really enjoys it. So, But I'm going to go with 13 Reasons Why. Especially since the new season's coming out. And people probably either going to like it, hate it, but it's going to be fresh on their domes. You said Stranger Things. All right, next category. Best movie presented by Toyota. Toyota. <laughs> why that is the only one presented by something is beyond <laughs> me. All right, first nominee, we got Avengers Affinity War. Black Panther. Girls Trip. It and Wonder Woman, I believe. Wonder Woman. I, I swear it was not last, last year. Um, all right, so who are you going with? This is a tough one between Black Panther and Infinity Wars. It's very weird to have it like that. Yeah, this was going to be Black Panthers easily if they didn't throw a. Uh, the last second entry Avengers in there to make a tough one. For some reason, I'm still gonna go with Infinity War. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, Black Panther. I can see. I can actually see Black Panther winning. I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm gonna have to go with Avengers: Infinity War myself. I'm looking at last year's awards, and Gal Gadot was actually not nominated. What? Which is weird. Let me. That's a shock. Go back through. Oh, they took a lot of awards away that they used to have. They used to have Best Musical Moment. Thank goodness, because that was stupid. Best Fight Against the System. That was also dumb. Best Tearjerker. Best Host. Yeah, they be... I swear, they be, they be trying to keep it fresh, switching some things, putting some things in, taking some things out. Yep, Best Hero. The nominees. Taraji P. Henson, who won. Who just got engaged. Yeah. Uh, Arrow, Stranger Things, Luke Cage, Mike Coulter, Luke Cage, Grant Gustin, Flash, Felicity Jones, Rogue One. 
Rogue One. I feel like that came out light years ago. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, I'm gonna have to just I'm gonna have to figure out how to like slip you some bars underneath the table or something. Nah, you got the worst bar of the whole podcast entire run. You stink. Which is a 95 episodes. Episode yeah. 100 is coming. We almost at that a hundo. I don't know what we're going to do besides wear suits and <laughs> right. film that episode and then put that filmed episode up several weeks after <laughs> the premiere of that episode. Yeah, so y'all be on the lookout. That. We may have some prizes. We may come with the same episode, but you uh-huh. guys got to listen and find out. All right. So those are our choices for those nominees. Like I said, that ep- or the show or the award show. MTV Movie and TV Awards comes out, I believe, June 18th, hosted by Tiffany Haddish. So we will uh, come back to our predictions after that and see who's going to take home a nice little movie. All right. Moving on. How long have we been doing this episode? We've been doing it for about a hour. Check, check, check. Just an hour? Yeah. All right. So let's we can speed through these next few topics then. All right. So we got... Jordan Peele's next movie is going to be called Us. Us. Supposedly, there might star Lupita, guy who played in Baku, Winston Duke. Duke. And who was that third person? I feel like it was a white person. <laughs> white. I feel like it was somebody who worked with recently. Let me type it in. Jordan. Uh, was it Elizabeth Moss? I think it was, yeah. So, they're trying to get them through the star in the movie. My question to you is, what is this movie going to be about, if you had to guess? It's going to be about... It's coming out next year. I keep picturing it just being like, get out. But maybe Winston Duke and Lapita be the couple. And then they go over to stay at a friend's house who's Elizabeth Moss. Then the white people are acting funny. And they need to escape. It's about us. Okay. And of course, it's going to be another horror movie, so... Uh You know, white people always are scary, so they always going to be the scary part of his little movies, I'm going to assume. All right, so we're going to see. I'm pretty sure we'll get, like, a trailer by the end of the year because he hasn't even shot the movie yet, and it comes out less than a year from now. They surely made the uh, poster for it. Yep. Keep it nice and basic with a little suspense to it. All right. Um, next, on ScreenRant.com, which is a movie site I frequent every day, basically, they came up with some possible Avengers 4 titles after the directors hinted that the closest title they have heard was Avengers Forever, I believe. Yeah, they said the closest guest they've had seen so far is called, or somebody saying it's called Avengers Forever. So based off of that, they came up with a few different titles that they think might be the title for Avengers 4. First up, we got Avengers number 4 ever. No, thank you. Avengers Reassemble. Mm. Avengers Time War No Avengers Eternity War No That sounds like Eternity War (laughs) Uh, Avengers Infinity Crusade No Y'all know what to call it The Avengers Return Don't y'all dare Avengers Age of Thanos No And Avengers spelled with the A as a 4 Those are all very whack Alright so first up What is your favorite of those? Time War, I suppose. All right, and you seem <laughs> and that's to have, whack. You seem to have a title in mind. What would you go with for the next Avengers movie? Infinity Gauntlet. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this this one should have been called. Next one should have been called Infinity War. But whatever floats their boat, water. A uh, while back before Avengers, this last Avengers even came out, uh, what's her name? Sin- nope, I'm about to say Sonali. <laughs> what's Gamora's name? Zoe Saldana. She, she leaked that, that the name was going to be Affinity Gauntlet. So we'll see if they keep that or change it or was she just talking because she just assumed. But we're going to see. Those are all trash names, though, by the way. Really saying. All right, next up. Bad Boys for Life is back on the schedule. You, that thing be going on and uh-huh. on and on and off. So now it's scheduled to come out January 17, 2020 on around MLK weekend. That's a perfect release date for that type of movie where you don't know if people really want to see it. Uh-huh. But you put it around Black Holiday where uh, Kevin Hart thrives in. Put Kevin Hart in the movie as like a little smart person. They little, <laughs> they little tech geek. My question to you is, this movie actually going to come out on this date? I'm hoping so, but for some reason, with Will Smith involved, I can see it getting pushed back, but I really hope it comes out on that date. Right, I so wish it would have came out earlier, like next year, but... Yeah, because this is less than two years away. I'm going to say that it is not coming out, because <laughs> just the way this has been... It's not going to come out on that day. I think the movie's actually going to come out. Definitely not coming out on that date, just based off of how the... The development the movie's been going through. Like you said, Will Smith, his schedule busy. I feel like Margot Robbie, her schedule is going to affect Will Smith's schedule because Margot Robbie got all these Harley Quinn movies to shoot and Suicide Squad 2 to shoot. So I feel like that's going to push Suicide Squad back, which is then going to push... And then Will Smith went, all right, I can't do Suicide Squad 2 now. I got something else to do. That's going to push that back. Then this is going to entail push Bad Boys for life back. So we gonna see. I hope he makes it a priority, because it surely will make him more money than Suicide Squad will. In this, in this universe that is up in the air, no clouds. Oh my gosh! This is, yeah, call this episode. You struggle with bars. That, that would be a false, false narrative because I'm not having a terrible time. <laughs> All right, we got some early. Reactions to Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. And they all been pretty good. Shockingly. I'm glad. I was, I do, I'm excited for the movie in like the most tamest way possible. But to see that these, it's actually getting good reviews is a good sign. Uh, I will try to pull some of them up if it wasn't, my phone wasn't going slow. Does that make you feel any more confident or just even kill about what to expect from the movie? It makes me feel a little better because the main thing I was worried about is Alden Enrich or whatever his name is. His name is actually like Alden Enright. It was, I was very far off from what I've yeah, been calling. That's too hard. Like, huh? Uh, but I'm definitely interested to see it, seeing what Ron Howard did with it. I'm hoping it's good. Of course, my boy Donald Glover is in it, a.k.a. number one on the billboard. Yes. Donald Glover got his first number one. Just because he put out a dope video, mm-hmm. people watch that over and over again. He got several views. Yeah, good job. This dude got to just end it. Atlanta just ended this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new movie coming out. Yeah, about to have a number one, I'm assuming, number one movie. Mm-hmm. New album, which new right. tour, which I got to get my tickets for tonight. Uh, which one? Er, they're my actual uh, <laughs> uh, what, what was that? 
Mm. We were talking about hollow. <laughs> yeah, I'm about done with this episode. <laughs> All right, I, I was gonna. <laughs> I really have been. Fo- it's been hard focusing on the sweat that is dripping down my arm That's, and the hair. What we're oh, saying. Oh man, this hello. Is a crazy feeling episode. You got battle rapping as well. We had a subpar rematch with Arsenal. Oh, man. All right. So, there was something else I was going to quickly bring. Oh, yeah. I, I meant to say, you see that that uh, uh, LA's Finest, that Bad Boys TV show didn't get picked up? Good. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> they the pilot. Got the top-notch stars. Uh-huh. Like, all right, Gabriel Union, just Alba. I have faith in the people that nobody wanted that. Because the title alone makes it unappealing. And who would call it? Why would they make a Bad Boy spinner? How come they couldn't just make a show with two lady cops? And it didn't get picked up, so it don't matter. She uh-huh. put out a bad movie. It she made money, though. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't get her show picked up. Jessica Alba has just been non-existent. She's probably been chilling because she got that very lucrative baby diaper thing uh, yeah, deal, so uh, she's set for life. Uh, Rihanna's like a billionaire off of makeup and uh, underwear. Mm-hmm. No music. Yeah. That's funny. I, was, I mean, it still might get picked up by a different... Nah. <laughs> but there ain't no need. <laughs> so it's been this... Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. All these hit shows struggle, or hit movies that they try to turn the uh, shows down the line struggle getting off the ground. That's why I was surprised Lethal Weapon was good. Because yep, they tried Rush Hour. Failed. Rush Hour didn't work. <laughs> that season, I knew that was going to be whack. But <laughs> Alright, so you got anything else you want to throw out there before I haven't watched um, the Predator trailer yet, so ain't nothing to say about that. I watched that. Was good? Yeah, what you expect? Okay. It looked violent. Well, that looked better. I mean, I like Shane Black as a filmmaker. So. Yeah, it looked like he did some Shane Black stuff. Cool, cool. Uh, I watched what trailer just came out. Oh, the Black Klansman. Oh, yeah. Is that a comedy? It looks funny-ish. Okay. But that looked like it could be entertaining. But real quick, I'm going to... Start incorporating this a little bit. Uh, fantasy fan cast that people put online. Um, this one is from fantasy underscore fancast23 on Instagram. Your name too long. Yeah, he put up fan cast for dark characters in the Marvel Universe. This is, some of these people already cast, uh, already, some of the characters already have actual actors, but this is who he would like. Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the Punisher. That'll be good. Ryan Gosling as Daredevil. I mean, Gosling can play anything, so. Sophia Butella, aka the lady that be playing all kind of different stuff in action movies. Oh, like Mummy. Yeah, as Elektra. Yeah, I see it. Jake Gyllenhaal as Moon Knight. Okay, I see that. I need a bigger name. I, I bigger see that bigger. often online for some reason. I mean, that they would need that type of character to bring that, or that type of person to bring that type of yeah. unknown character to life. Uh, Michael Jai White as Blade. Charlie Hunnam as the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Um, Normus Reedus as the Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. Okay, the first two Ghost Riders that they've threw out there, one was in movie form, one was in TV show form, ain't really been like clamoring for it, so don't be going deep down your Ghost Rider scrolls. (laughs) 
Nate Green with Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Of course. Steven Nog as Bullseye. And Mike and Michael Shannon as Jigsaw. Um, I'm just going to pull up another one. Someone. Uh, oh, my gosh. Put up a list of all the characters he'd like to see uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt play. Right wing. He said Mr. Fantastic. No, thank you. Hulk. I mean, I can see it. Nightwing. Yep, figured. Adam. Okay. And the Riddler. I can see it. I, feel, uh, I don't know why I feel like he's played that role already, but... <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up one more. Shh. Be quiet, dog. Hey! Hey! <laughs> they have um, a fan cast for for Lex Luthor. And I guess that's it for... Uh, what's his name? Little Man. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah. They had... The number one was uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Giancarlo Esposito, who's like a colored person. Uh, Hugh Laurie, Mark Strong, Brian Cranston, Matt Damon, Billy Zane. Uh, that's who they have. And then one final one. Let's see what you think of these options for the Joker. Jake Gyllenhaal. He could do anything, so I wouldn't be mad. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what I wanted, but... No, I, I didn't want it, but I could see it. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. He basically kind of played that with, what's his name? And he looks like him. Mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård, already playing Pennywise. Oh, yeah, so he could play it. Ryan Gosling. He can do anything as well. James Franco. I could definitely see James Franco attempting that. Evan Peters. Evan Peters as well could also play the Joker. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. That is something I don't want to see, personally. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to see that. Joaquin Phoenix. I can see it. He's crazy. Tom Hiddleston. No, I don't want to see that. Uh, Adrian Brody. I don't want to see that as well. Who is banned from SNL for the funniest of reasons. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy. Uh, I mean, James McAvoy is a talented actor, so I would be there to see what he would do with it, but I don't think he needs to go after the Joker. And that's fantasy cast whatever of the week. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the punishment segment. Oh, yeah, on the bonus episode, I talked about Jamie Foxx. They they want Jamie Foxx to be Spawn. Don't like that. <laughs> I, could see, I could see them putting him in there and, like, putting him around a bunch of nobodies because he would take a bunch of their, like, cast budget. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I could see him doing it. it would just, He's just older. Yeah, they're going to go a little younger for Spawn. No, they might as well just bring Michael Jai, Jai White back. About the same age. All right, so this week's punishment segment, we got three nominees. First up, the DCEU for Affinity War passing Justice League (laughs) at the worldwide box office charts after just less than a week. Yeah. (laughs) Simon Kinberg is our next nominee for confirming that they're still trying to develop Gambit, which is still starring Channing Tatum. Oh, my gosh. I ain't think nobody could be crazier than DC. (laughs) And last but not least, Paramount for putting out or putting a Snake Eyes solo movie in the world. Yeah, I forgot about that. Who in the world wants a Snake Eyes solo movie? <laughs> they just want to make something. Everybody else making movies. No one wants a G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. And I don't care if he's the best action part of G.I. Joe. That's sad. Who wants a solo Snake Eyes movie? <laughs> All right, so who are you vying for for punishment this week? We got some good contenders. It really did. DCU uh, for its embarrassment. 
Simon Kinberg for his delusions of grandeur, or Paramount for really reaching for this this, this extension of franchises that they just keep shooting for. I mate, this is gonna be the craziest sounding podcast. Got okay. animals in the background. Static. Yeah, but I'm going with no selector. Uh, That's where all my hip hop heads. Really is static selector. I'm going Simon. The right. reason I'm going Simon is I'm giving Paramount the smallest of passes because I can understand that they're probably out of their mind. <laughs> they ain't got no big old franchise to hold on to. But they're they're skipping over. Rebooting G.I. Joe to just go straight Snake Eyes. It was like, what's the best part of it? Either Snake Eyes or The Rock. And The Rock is going to see him. He's seen oh, yeah. too busy. So. He has at least 15 movies on his docket to shoot. Yeah, so we got to go with him. DC would definitely get it at any time if Simon Kinberg wasn't still trying to make this Gambit movie. That's knowing crazy. that the rights is going right over to Marvel and they're going to cancel that in a heartbeat. <laughs> and Shannon Tatum, just get on board with a different hero. Please. I feel like he's missing out on so much career opportunities by really sticking to this Gambit movie. He can play somebody else in the MCU. He can play, I don't know, some sort of back- sidekick or some background character. Play Brie War- Larson's love interest in Captain Marvel. Yeah, if uh, what's his name wasn't already, if Jude Law wasn't already in yeah. there. Boo, Jude Law. They didn't even attempt to make him look anything but like anything unlike Jude Law in that uh, Fantastic Beast movie. Yeah. They just said, come in and look like Jude Law. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Because clearly this is what Dumbledore looks like when he's a thousand years younger. <laughs> Jude Law. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, speaking of Captain Marvel, what is her name going to be in that movie? They're just going to call her Carol Danvers? Well, I guess so. Uh, Are they ever going to call her Captain Marvel? <laughs> Probably not. But say, how much sense would that make? Who's another? They never call uh, Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch. Nope. Uh, they surely don't. I don't think they really say Black Widow. Yeah, they, only when they like when the public talks about yeah. it. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But this, like, she's like the main character in this movie. Cause then Captain America, they call him Captain America. Thor, Thor, Iron Man, Iron Man, Black Panther, Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, Ant Man. Even they even call him Ant Man. Uh, <laughs> That's what's funny. Uh, the, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. So it's just gonna be. Interesting. They don't call uh, War Machine, War Machine though. Yeah, they definitely. They call him Rhodey. Yeah, cause his name too wild. War Machine. <laughs> Somebody awesome. called War Machine. Did you see originally in the original script it was Falcon? Yeah, that would have been, been, that'd been a terrible idea. That would have been weird. But say, for one, they would have to meet up with each other, and that doesn't make any sense. And they don't have the chemistry. And you would have been in that movie a lot. <laughs> yeah, too much. Something must have made them feel like, Let's, we need Mackie in this a lot. Yeah, they must. that must have been way early in the script before they got the Spider-Man rights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, Simon Kimberg. You are on punishment, sir. Yeah, welcome to the crew. For this, like, you just won't give up. This movie, if it ever gets made, better be fire. I can see it being garbage. <laughs> <That's> I <what> predict. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine when that trailer drops, how I'll be glued to my computer screen. Like, this is terrible. I can't wait. Well, we just like I, I really can't even look at the Venom trailer or the poster because I'm so focused on when the people online made the oh, eyes yeah. like they're supposed to and how much better they are. I feel like on the poster they made yeah, the eyes. I saw, like I, saw that. Them, <laughs> I saw them make it a little bigger. We saw the trailer. Yeah, saw the trailer Y'all can't buddy. hide and I know what they're going to do. They're going to go back and try to fix it. Probably. It's going to look stupid. <laughs> I already gave y'all props for it actually looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Simon Kinberg... Let's sit in the corner, sir, and come up 
with a different movie to put all this effort and support and constant work into. A whole different... Don't touch that. No more X-Men. Fire Channing Tatum. Force him off this movie. Yeah, somebody tell Channing Tatum is not good. <laughs> like this Do one they not- be knowing when certain people sign on for the movie, Marvel movies that aren't in the MCU? Do they care? Are they just like doing the movies? Or- I have Because no I can't picture myself doing a Marvel movie that's not in the MCU. I would prefer not to. Like, uh, Unless they threw me the big bucks. Yeah, they got to throw the bag. But if I'm capable of getting a role in one of the other movies, I ain't doing MCU. I mean, uh, X-Men Universe or Sony Spark. Tom Hardy has no excuse not to be playing Wolverine in the MCU. He probably, if the Venom sucks, there ain't no telling. They'll probably just do it anyway. Yeah, ignore it. Oh, yeah, I think I read that Robert Downey Jr. actually made like 10, around like 10 million for... Uh, oh, yeah, it was, uh, was it 10 or 2? I think it was... T- 10 million for her. Homecoming. About eight minutes of screen time. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s lawyer is the man. <laughs> or agent or whoever. All right, so moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment, we got. Let me see what we got to resolve her. No, Nelly. <sighs> that is no reach. Toothpaste. That was also very bad. Uh, Michael Jackson. What is it? Where is it? Where is it? All right, so we got two movies to resolve, and those movies are Overboard and Life of the Party. So going on Rotten Tomatoes. Over, uh, Overboard is making a lot more money than I predicted it would. It really is, especially because I ain't never seen no trailer for it. I don't. I think I've openly avoided it. Uh, all right, so right now on Overboard, or I mean on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> Overboard is sitting at what seems like a high 30%. Dang. And I gave it a 26%. Well, that's very close. You went with a 13%. <laughs> I had no faith in this film. I wanted to go with something low like that, but thank goodness I didn't, so that gives me Dang. the victory there. And moving on to Life of the Party, which is sitting at a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 34%, and you went with 30 Dang. Giving me the victory there. Barely. Alright, so this week's movie, first up, before it hits theaters this Thursday night, is Deadpool 2. What are you giving this movie? The first number that came to my head was 87. That was very close to what I literally just wrote down, <laughs> which was 90. <laughs> So, all right, so it's either going to be below 87 or above 90. All right, so you're giving it 87%. Mm-hmm. I'm going with 90%, so we're both predicting it doing very well. Based off the reviews that people have seen it, they're saying it seems like it's just as good or better than the first one, which I didn't think was going to be possible. Uh, yeah. But that's great to hear. And it also apparently has one of the best post credit scenes that anybody has ever seen. So I can't wait to nah, see what that is all about. Maybe hyping. I can't imagine. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Hugh Jackman and. Probably. That's why when I read it, that's who I guessed. But we gonna see. All right, and then next up, we want let's do Solo, a Star Wars story, since we just spoke of that just a second ago. What you giving Solo? <sighs> Based on it getting, hmm, should I go with the first number that came out or the second? I'm gonna be brave. 84. Okay, which is, uh, once again, very close to what I was about to write down. You're going with 84. I had 80 that just jumped in my head immediately. 
even though I was leaning towards like 75. Uh-huh. But I was heading toward it. I was going to say 73, but... So you're sticking with 84? Yeah. All right, so you're going with 84. I'm going with 80. So we will see in a few weeks when this movie drops. No baby. Baby drops? They will drop babies on accident, nah. but they still drop them. I'd have said New Year's ball. That's that's whack. So that's why I didn't say it. Nah, that's hard. Crowbar. All right, so that's whack. <laughs> All right, what's next? Is it Blu-rays or streams or? Um, I believe it is Blu-rays. Blue. We have some for this week and last week, but it's rip. Actually, it is only two that Yikes. I could find. One of them, which is Fifty Shades Freed. I personally, and this is me, I don't know if everybody feels this way. I never want to see this movie ever <laughs> again. At least the first one, I could, I, if someone went to watch it and laugh, I'd do that. But I literally don't ever want to see the last two ever again. I'm good. I accidentally said this one a couple weeks ago, but again, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther? Yeah. Oh, that's a must-own. Yeah. It's self-explanatory. And then the throwback for this week, I couldn't. I was like, which is a good one that's re-releasing. So I went with Kicking and Screaming starring Will Ferrell. Um, I'll put that as uh, my stream. Like, it's a good movie. It's funny. And I think I actually owned it on DVD back when I back in the day. But it's not like one of those Will Ferrell movies I seek out to go watch, like a Talladega Nights or Anchorman or Step Brothers. So I'll just put it at uh, my stream. I was part of the era when he was doing sports movies. Yeah, and it's PG, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's all the Blu-rays for this week. We all know. Wait, is Paddington PG or G? I have no clue. Whether, whatever it is, it's one of the best PG or G movies. Too, that is of all time. That and my action figure movie by the name of Dance Class or something. <laughs> uh, what movie are you trying to see before the next episode? Gotta see DP2. Mm-hmm. And that's most likely going to be it. I already got my tickets for the Thursday night 8 it. o'clock prime theater. That's what I wanted to see Avengers in. I saw it in a regular. saw it in IMAX 3D. I wanted to see it in Prime, but I couldn't remember which one between Dolby and Prime, because they're literally almost the same thing, which one where the chair be shaking. Oh, yeah. And I picked Dolby because it has got the better reviews, and it's the more expensive one, and I end up being wrong. <laughs> so I must like trashier theaters, so I'm going to try it out in the Prime theater. And so I'm definitely going to be seeing Deadpool. Uh, also, I would like to see, or I could see myself seeing Life of the Party. Or breaking in, or overboard before the next episode as well. Overboard feels like it's hard to decide to see. That that's literally like at the end, like yeah. seeing everything else. But it's it's making money, and it doesn't have a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I like Anna Ferris, Ariana Ferris, whatever her name is, or how you pronounce her name. So I might check it out, or at least put it on my list to check out in the future. Mm-hmm. Also, go on Netflix and check out a movie by the name of Dope. Haven't watched it yet, but it starring Lucy Hale. It's like a little stoner comedy flick, little girl stoner comedy flick. I think Aquafina's in it. Wait, dude. It's yeah. called Dude. I was say, I seen Dude. I just recently watched it. Dude it started with a D, and her show, Life Sins, just got canceled. canceled. So she, go support her because we might not ever get her on. She might not get her own TV show ever again. She's going to be able to play a high schooler forever. Mm-hmm. She's playing a high schooler in this. Knowing she's no longer that age. She is 30-something. That is 
bananas. Yeah, when you look young, you better play Gwen off of Stefani. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Also, Kevin Can Wait got canceled. Uh-huh. After they shuffled it after the first season, That's it what happens. gets canceled. So, But what's got another season? Man with the plan. Joey is on a roll. Uh, so. Butter. <laughs> okay, so this, is, this has been another episode Drunken clam. of the whatever, whatever this is called podcast. That's what the name should have been. Whatever, whatever this, this is, is called, called podcast. Podcast, podcast. <laughs> it's your boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Pratt, the 30K Slim Nitty, aka Slim Pickens, aka Robert Balmain Jr., aka Peter Party Starter, Thor, the God of Summer, because it's getting hot outside. Uh, Nanos, Nelly, uh, I feel Nady, uh, 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 Non Solo, or Han Nolo. Oh my gosh! <laughs> or young Manolos. Okay, Rolly man. This time for us to wrap up. No Saran. Why Penny's worth? AKA Pusha K. AKA Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant. AKA Kai Dollar Sign. Terry Hightower. Chorus Kojo. Cool Breeze. Neon Ember. The FPG. Tell me if you know what that stands for in the comments. AKA the Bar Technician. AKA Barsmith. AKA the Word Bender. AKA Uncle Hami. Sweet lady, would you be mine? My sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a letter. Um, Theo James sucks. Mm-hmm. Nat Wolf sucks. Mm-hmm. Nina Dobrev sucks. Mm-hmm. Alex Rose sucks. Mm-hmm. Jai Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. Taylor Kiss sucks. Mm-hmm. Romney Malco sucks. Chingy sucks. Shout outs to Ansel Elgert. So I guess that's the whatever. Alright, well, <laughs> I have no I've been forgetting how this show in. Me too. No movement. Movement. Anyway. You whack. Alright, we gotta <laughs> go to end this off with a yeah. One hundred.